and welcome back to Pop Topic. We are here to discuss the latest week of news for the last week of March 2021. I'm your host, Quentin Philipson, and to help break everything down is our co-host, Tristan. How are you doing this week? Doing great, man. Doing great. Anything? driver's license this week. You got your driver's license? Yeah, man. About time, eh? That's exciting. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I know. Only 23. No, 22. I'm 23. I finally got it. Only like five years behind everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I got it late too, but definitely not that late. That's crazy. Yeah, no. I've been procrastinating. Okay, well, I'll get around to it later. I'll get around to it later. Like, oh shit, I haven't gotten around to it yet. I'm 22. So, I, got, I finally got it. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if our younger brother got it before you, that would have been something. He's getting close. He's 15. He's only like a couple months off before he's allowed to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, if he got it before you, even if it's like 10 years after you've had it, I don't think he would ever let that down. Yeah, that'd just be embarrassing. Yeah, that would just, I think the whole family would always be like, do you remember Tristan back when you were 23 years old and Hayden had a license? Yeah. I, I would never forget. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I ever would forget that either. That'd be pretty funny. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's exciting. Was that your first try or did it take you a few tries? It was my first try. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I booked the, my test back in October and I booked it and it was all filled up until March. And so, I, uh, luckily, I got in. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't realize it was that filled up. So, if you failed, you would have had to wait like another six months? Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow, yeah, you really didn't want to feel that then. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to pass sort of thing. So luckily I got it done. There you go. Now you can What's new with you, man? drive around. Uh, I did not just get my license, so nothing too exciting. Uh, Fall Guys Season 4 just came out a few days ago, so I've been playing that. And then, uh, yeah, just been watching movies and playing Fall Guys. Yeah, that's pretty much it. When's that coming to the Switch? It's coming to the Switch soon, isn't it? I believe it's already out on the Switch. Is it? I, I thought I heard it was coming this summer, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I could be wrong. Here, let me I can look at the actual date here. But I thought it was at the beginning. I thought it was like a few weeks ago. I can double check. It might have been. It might have been either. I thought it was in the summer, but when we mentioned season four, I'm like, I thought when season four was coming out, it's when Fall Guys on Switch is coming out. I thought they were going to you know, line up where... Okay, yeah. No, no, you're right. It's not out yet. It's out the summer 2021. It doesn't even have an actual date yet, so who knows? Yeah, that's what I, last time I looked it up, which has been a while now, but that, that was the answer I got when I looked it up. Yeah, so they don't actually have... They don't even have a date yet. That's crazy. Well, hopefully we cross-platform, though, right? Do we know if it'll be cross-plat yet? That's what I want to know, too. I don't know yet. I don't think it's cross-platform right now with the other consoles. Okay. Yeah, because that new um, Plants for Zombies Battle for Neighborville game, that just came out on Switch. And that looks like a lot of fun. I'll pick that up. But it's not cross-plant, so I can't play with like my buddies on Xbox or anything like that. That's why I haven't bothered getting it yet. It's like, I don't have any friends with Switch, and I won't play by myself. Okay, well, what it says here is, in January 2021, in an interview, the studio said that they are planning to make a cross-platform, but they want to bring the title to more platforms first. So maybe once Switch it comes out on that platform, maybe they'll announce that it's now cross-compatible with all the platforms now. Who knows? That'd be awesome. Is it on Xbox yet? 
I thought it was already on Xbox and PlayStation. It was on at least one of them. It's. I know for sure it came out PlayStation and PC same day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it was free on PlayStation, I think. Oh, really? No, I think it was free I, if you it, had, like, an online pass or something. Yeah, I think only if you had, like, PlayStation Pro, but I think pretty much everyone has that if you want to. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's on those two. I think it's on Xbox then. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, and then it's on the phone, and then it's going to be on Switch soon. Yeah, the fact that it goes to a phone first and then the Switch is kind of sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. It's kind of weird. But I think you just don't need to put as much effort into a phone. Like, I think the phone people, the phone people are going to be really upset once they bring it cross-platform, because they're going to get fucking schooled. Yeah. Maybe they'll do a thing where phones won't be in on that. They're going to get absolute stomped. Yeah, uh, I would. I actually am excited for cross-platform because now instead of going against PC people, I'd be going against phone people and Switch kids. Yeah, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll. Like, I played a good couple hours there um, of all guys, and I suck. I am awful. Well, then that's what's so great about a new season because there are new mini games, so nobody really knows how to play them yet. So I'm kind of like on par with everybody now. How many new games come out? Um. I think there's about seven. That's a good number. Yeah, could be, I'm, I'm trying to think of them in my head, and I can think of about seven. Right. And uh, I will say, this season, I'm a big Fall Guys fan. Season three, the new minigames were really good. Like They were better than the season one and two minigames. Season two sucked, but season three was really good. I think season four might have even better minigames. They're really... Yeah. yeah, they're really fun. It's only been out for like two days, so... It's exciting right now. Do they get rid of the old ones or do they keep the uh, You can go on the main game mode. It's all of the mini games from all the seasons combined, or there's another game mode where it's just the new season mini games. Just so you can check them out and stuff? Yeah. So I'm just, I like to play just with the new games for the first few days to try them out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But they never get rid of the old ones, even the ones that like, everyone hates. They don't get rid of them. No, I wish they would, but they keep all of them. I feel eventually, eventually going to do like a rotational thing where like each week there's going to be, you know, X on so games available, right? It's not. Well, each week there's a new game mode, which only has a certain amount of games, but there's always going to be the main game mode, which has all of them. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I guess if you're the one kid that likes the shitty game, you can go to the main game mode and get excited when it pops up. Yeah. Well, sometimes I like weird ones that maybe not everyone else enjoys. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I really like Super Mario Party. No one else would like that one. I thought the game was dope. <laughs> I like it. It's a good game. Well, anyways, we can get to the main story here, which I am sure you've heard of this, Tristan. Do I even need to say it? Or are you going to say it with me? You know what the big story of the last week has been, right? I feel like once you say it, I'll know it. I've, I've been really busy this week, man. I've been pretty out of touch. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shrimp. Oh yes, I've been following this thing from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been fo- I'm following the dude that is posting all this on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't really posted anything in the last two days though. He's kind of no, gone quiet. No, that's why I forgot. He's been quiet the past couple of days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it's fun for people who, who are <laughs> maybe not on Twitter and are. Yeah, if you haven't heard of the story. It's one of those other, it, one of these stories comes up maybe if once every few months where it is somebody who takes a photo of a food brand's product 
and goes, oh, look at this thing that I have found with the food. And this time it happens to be shrimp tails that was in his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch has come out to say, I'm sorry, after analyzing this photo, we have determined that it is just the cinnamon clumped together because it wasn't mixed properly in the factory. And so it's just cinnamon like compacted together. And then that's when it really started to go viral because he took some photos with the shrimp tails closer in to show that it's shrimp tails. And they've asked him to mail it to them. And he's been like screenshotting their private messages. And it's, his response is so hilarious. He's like, you want me to mail you the compact cinnamon quote unquote, so you guys could remove the evidence. I'm not mailing it to you guys. Like he's he's being a little complicated, but it's been quite a fun journey. No, I'm I'm all on this guy's team. Okay, it's so obviously shrimp tails. Like there's 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 no way in the world that those aren't shrimp tails. And then you, I don't know if you heard about this, but he looked through the rest of the bay, right? Yeah. And in the rest of the bay, he found a string. And a bunch of pieces of cinnamon toast crunch that have look exactly like mouse poop clustered to the end of it, like like on them, right? Mm-hmm. Like stuck on them. And then there's also apparently the, the bottom of the bag was had a hole in it that was covered up with clear electrical tape. Like, so 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 it's like so almost certainly the, the the dominant theory is that mice got into the bag, um, and they apparently had shrimp tails with them or something, and then they were in the bag, they, they ate a bunch, shat a bunch, and left. And then a worker just like taped the fucking bag up and threw it in a box or whatever. Yeah. And then they got shipped out to Costco. Which why you want to just throw the freaking bag out is the craziest thing. Yeah. Why there's mice in a food factory? Don't get me wrong. I guarantee you there's mice in every food factory. Right. Uh, but it's just disgusting to think about. But almost, almost certainly true. Um, and there's certainly not sugar cl- clusters or sugar cinnamon clusters, whatever they're calling them. It was they were shrimp tails. Those were 100% shrimp tails. Um, yeah. And then after that, they're saying if you're not going to send them to us. Bring drop them off at your nearest police station because it might be food tampering. He's like, I'm not gonna drop them off at the police. <laughs> <laughs> if they want, they can come get them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So I, I know he brought them, and I think the reason why there hasn't been any news lately is because I know he brought them into a, uh, a a testing lab to see what the hell they are, and they, uh, I don't think we've gotten the result back. Yeah, yet. we're waiting for the results. I think we're just all patiently waiting at the edge of our seats for these results. Yeah, so I'm so sure next week we'll have an update here. here. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy and you say like every couple weeks this happens i think a lot of the time they're fake or they're just not a big deal like one time i remember a police officer claimed that there was a uh a a used tampon and it's like frappuccino or whatever that's crazy ended up just being a napkin or something in this frappuccino um but like these are for sure shrimp tails like there's no way those aren't shrimp tails uh and this has actually bring them into dna tested so this is most definitely a little crazier than normal and with the yeah. company claiming that they're just sugar clumps or whatever, and it's clearly not the case. Yeah, like sure, something like this happens every time, to- like every few months. But the reason why we're talking about it this time is, yeah, this really blew up. I think to the fault of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think the entire reason why this thing blew up the way it did was them coming out with the absurd, just point of, oh, it's just cinnamon like crunched together because it was tampered in the factory like it's, it's it's just crushed up cinnamon when clearly it's fish tail it's clearly shrimp tails that's yeah, well, yeah that's not a debate cinnamon crunch is objectively one of the best cereals right it's it's gotta be one of the best cereals yeah even if they announced that 
it, there was mouse poop in the cinnamon toast crunch flakes. Uh, it's not going to affect my buying choices. I'm still going to go buy cinnamon toast crunch. Like I'll risk the 0.03% chance of mouse poop in my cereal because, uh, yeah, cinnamon toast crunch fucking slaps. It's so good, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I don't know how much this is really going to hurt the company. I, if they do get the DNA test that it's mouse poop, uh, that would be detrimental. That that'd be crazy. But it, um, it's totally mouse poop. I've seen a lot of mouse poop. Those things look just like mouse poop. Right, and that's the one that is the most interesting to me. The shrimp tails is obviously hilarious to point at, but you know, the shrimp, how the hell is there shrimp in a factory mixed cereal? Yeah. Where is the shrimp even around? I don't know. Yeah, they also found string there, so it was definitely like mouse, like bringing just like the scraps they had into. Yeah, so the most food economists, kind of, like I said, I'm pretty confident every food factory has has mouse and or rats in them. Like almost every single food factory is going to have mice and rats in them. But like, where's the shrimp coming from? That like, where's the nearest shrimp factory? Right? Like, like why are there shrimp tails? That's why I find it so weird. Yeah. I think that, the I think the poop is the most damning evidence, though, because I don't know why Cinnamon Toast Crunch tried to pretend that this was just cinnamon clusters thrown together. It's clearly shrimp tails. But also, Cinnamon Toast Crunch could just easily say, oh, well, you just threw shrimp tails and tossed cinnamon in on top and pretended it was in the bag, right? Like, they could have thrown that aside and gotten away with it. But it's the poop that is cooked into the cereal. Like, it's attached to it. It's not like... It was just in the bag as well. It was in the cereal. Yeah. That is going to be the most damning evidence, I think. If that's proven to be legit, then the whole entire thing is going to be considered legit. I don't. Maybe this guy's lying. I don't think he's. It just doesn't feel like he's lying. Well, I think the reason why he's gone quiet the last two days is because there's been a lot of females speaking out against him the last few days. Oh, really? Yeah, so a lot of girls have come out in the last few days saying that they used to date this guy and he is an egotistical freak and he does anything to get publicity. Like, they, he, like, used their relationships to, like, get clout and apparently he's done a few questionable things. They've been trending quite a bit the last few days. Like, yeah, the story kept going on. He's been silent the last two days, but uh, others haven't about him. You know, so. He's married to that one girl from Boy Meets World. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, everything about this story is wild, Tristan. Like, the, Netflix should pick this up, and similar to Tiger King, they have another story here. Like, there's a, so many layers to this. He's dating a girl from Boy Meets World. All these girls have done some pretty crazy stuff involved with them. Like, he seems like a pretty crazy guy. Uh, I think there's a lot that Netflix could do with this. This is their next documentary. Yeah, I gotta get General Mills involved. That's true. This whole thing could be crazy. Yeah. Uh, a whole side episode about the history of Cinnamon Toast Crunch and all its <laughs> controversies. Yeah, I wanna... I can't wait till we get to, like, episode three, Tristan, where we discuss with one of the girls the story of her dating this guy for a couple months and her walking into the apartment and he's got a girl next to him and he's like, do you want to have a threesome with us to his girlfriend? I want to get to that episode. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, apparently. So, yeah, <laughs> this guy seems crazy. Everything about this is hilarious. Um, and I think because these girls coming out, people started to think the story isn't very true. But like I said, the poop cooked into the cereal that's the evidence if they can get the testing for that and that is legit then it's over like there's no way this guy's lying i mean it's not hard to get your hands on most poop 
Yeah, but it's cooked in. Like, I don't know how he would be able to, like, it would, like, it would have been in the process of making the cereal now. No, because I'm pretty sure this is still the main theory that Moe's got into the bay, right? That's fair, but, like, it was attached to it, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it's he would have gotten it, but... Weird situation. Yeah, it's interesting. It is quite a story. I'm sure we'll get the results later this week. I'm already following him on Twitter, because I got to... I got to get the deets on this. This guy's hilarious. Uh, the funniest part to me is any normal person that this would have happened to, it w- might have caught some wind. It would have been a fun thing for like a day. But I think the reason why this has been such a thing, Tristan, for five or six days is because the way this guy talks to Cinnamon Toast Crunch is hilarious. Their texts are yeah. hilarious. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, why do you send us the results? And he's like, I will not send you the results. You pretended this was cinnamon. Like, he did not give a fuck. Yeah, he would not calm down. Yeah. And then they, like, offered him a, like, uh, a reimburse. They offered him, like, a new box of cereal. And he's like, why the fuck would I want another box of your cereal, General Mills? General Mills. General Mills coming under fire. <laughs> yeah, they, they are not having a good time. Hopefully Netflix can convince them to be part of the documentary. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Or at the very least, they'll find ex-employees that are willing to come out. Yeah. And talk about it. Yeah. So, um, I still think it's partially real. I'm sure he's like hyping it up more, but I I believe for the most part, it has to be somewhat legit. I think it's legit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to hear the results here. Uh, Tristan, what do you think the documentary name is going to be? We got Tiger King. Is this going to be Shrimp King? Or do we got something more creative? I don't know. Shrimp Toast Crunch, maybe? General Tales? <laughs> That's good. I, I think that might be the best one. I like that. All right. Well, there you go. Well, hopefully, we'll get the update next week. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get the results. I think it'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be something that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm teaming. Walking out and it's just cinnamon clusters this whole time. That, <laughs> that that would be the crazy plot to us. Yeah, that that would be hilarious. Yeah. And then they realized that the poop on the cereal was just his poop. <laughs> How would that be human poop? <laughs> <laughs> like, that hey. the tiniest poop hey Joseph, world. from the story these girls have been saying, he might not be human. Who who knows? Maybe some alien from another planet that's trying to get clout on Earth. Yeah. He just wants to become TikTok famous on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, leave the poor guy alone. All right. So another story we have here, uh, just a bit of an update for the Disney Plus streaming service. Three more Disney films are coming out on Disney Plus. So, yeah, this is, this is exciting. Yeah, uh, Black Widow and Cruella will be coming with the $30 additional charge like they did for Mulan and Rey and the Last Dragon. And then, is it Luca? Yeah, Luca. Luca is coming out on Disney Plus for free. But that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I do wonder, Tristan, how it can't be a coincidence that the two that they aren't charging for are Pixar. Is Pixar just under like a different umbrella where are they like... We don't want to be part of this scumbag $30. We just want to be free on Disney Plus. Like, did they have a voice? Like, it's weird that they're the the two movies from they're them are free. About, think about it. Maybe not Ray, I guess, but of like the sorry, now there have been four movies that come out with premiere access, right? Mulan, Ray and the Last Dragon. 
Cruella and Black Widow. And there are two that came out for free, the two picks I wanted to put instead, mm-hmm. Solo and Luca. Of the other four, though, three of them are from pre-existing IPs, right? So I think that most definitely has a big thing to do with it. Um, where the other two are, are unknown properties, unknown entities, maybe could seem a little riskier to Disney, um, probably less popular with the $30 price tag. I guess Raya... I don't know why Raya came out with a $30 price tag. Um, or maybe those all four of those movies are all female-led. Three or four of them are action movies. So maybe they just think people are willing to pay $30 for a female-led action movie. I don't know. I, I think it has to be something to do with Pixar. I think maybe they have a contract where they get like to decide the distribution of their films, and maybe they just would prefer to not bother with the $30 price charge. Because, like you said, Raya doesn't have a pre-existing title, and... Pixar is way more successful than Disney animation films. Like, not by, like, a whole lot. Obviously, Frozen 2 made a billion dollars. Yeah. But that was also a previous existing I property. I think, though, for sure, Soul, comparing Soul to Ray Last Dragon, Soul is a uh, a more existential sort of adult-themed, you know, afterlife, spiritual journey sort of thing. I think it's going to be less popular overall. It's less of a kid's movie. I think less kids are going to be... Mom, Dad, I want to watch Soul. You know, I want to watch the movie with this jazz musician trying to find his way through life. Um, whereas Rain and the Last Dragon is this badass princess action hero sort of film that I think maybe a lot more kids are going to be more amped up for and parents go, oh, my, my daughter or son will enjoy that. Throw a new Disney movie for them. Whereas this sort of jazz musician, you know, spiritual journey with Soul, I don't think people will be like, oh, yeah, my six-year-old daughter's going to love this movie. It's got a trumpet in it. You know what I mean? I think this is going to be a little, a little less exciting for kids looking, will my kid, parents looking, will my kids want to watch this a couple times so it'll be worth that $30 price tag or will it more be, eh, only an okay movie that they might not love? I also think, though, I think, like, when looking at, say, when Disney was making these plans, right, the first time they're like, okay, we want Mulan to come out for 30 bucks, and then we want to do something with Soul. Let's just give them that sort of, it came on Christmas, sort of, they just call it like a Christmas gift or whatever, you know, for everyone to go watch on that sort of makes sense. When this next time, Quentin, if you had to pick Black Widow, Cruella, or Luca, which one do you think is going to be the one you put on for free? Which one do you think the least amount of people are going to pay $30 to watch? Not including Raya? Not including... All three of these are pretty much now at the same time, right? Raya was way before. Well, if I was to pick the right? three, I would say Cruella would make the least amount of money. You think so? That's got a major A-list celebrity tied to it. Part of a beloved franchise that's been making... Well, you know, a lot of people know and love. And then Maleficent did quite well, I believe. I believe both of them did pretty solid. Um, where Luca's sort of this weird, was it, based in Italy or Greece about mermaids or whatever. I really don't know too much about Is that. Is 101 Dalmatians beloved? I think Cruella de Vil is beloved. Yeah, Cruella de Vil is a pretty iconic Disney villain. But like you said with Maleficent, I think Maleficent 2, it, it did underperform. I think they barely got their money back. The first one listened to pretty well. And I also think, from my memory, that came out in 2019, right? Which I think we all agree just had an absolute slew of juggernaut hits that year, where a lot of movies that probably loved them pretty well, they came out either a few years before or a few years later, um, I think got lost in the shuffle that year. I think that was just a, a really busy, busy year for movies. Well, it also came out in October, where there wasn't any films to compete with. Like, I think. Which is also one, of, it was also one of the slowest months of the year for movies. But when's Cruella coming out? I believe it's coming out summertime, is it not? But Luca's coming out during the summer. I, I just think Luca is a... I think people keep underestimating Pixar. Doesn't Pixar make almost a billion every film now? Um, not, when was the last time one of their original IPs made a billion? 
their sequels always do. Well, they haven't really made an original in a while. Onward was their first original in a while. Uh, well, well, how did Coco do in theaters? I know Coco did pretty well. You're right. Coco is uh, 2017. Inside Out is basically like Soul, where it was more of like a existential film that yeah, obviously... Inside Out is more of a kid film, though, than Soul. You know what I mean? Soul doesn't feel like a children's film at all, really. Inside Out most definitely does. I think they're both geared towards adults that have stuff that kids can appreciate. But Inside Out was definitely had more things for kids to appreciate. Yeah, they had entire characters and subplots that parents, adults probably won't get too much out of, but kids would probably find funny. But I would say 22 um, is kind of the same thing. That's true. That's fair, I guess. I guess I'm not a Disney exec, so maybe they, you and them know more. But I think Cruella... I'm not saying I know more. Obviously, Black Widow wouldn't make sense. Like, if you're going to put one for... And Black Widow, they're still going to theaters. Black Widow and Crawler are still going to theaters. I think Luca's only going to streaming. And that could be it too, which is going to be a better movie to put in theaters still. If the one you're putting on streaming for free is not going to theaters, you, Black Widow for sure is going to theaters, right? I think everyone can agree that Black Widow should be in the theaters. People want to watch it in theaters. Yeah. Uh, now, live action Cruella movie versus Luca. I don't know which one would be better in theaters. Neither one of them seem like they need to be in theaters, but um, obviously neither one feel actually like they'd be bad in theaters. Uh, I don't know. It makes sense to me, I guess. I, I think being just being part of an existing IP and with an A-list celebrity tied to it, I think Cruella's probably would have done better in box office. I also think Luca would have done better than Rhea. I don't know why Rhea got the $30 treatment and not Luca. It just seems odd that they're I both think, Pixar. I think the real reason, I think because they already had a big marketing push for it going to theaters. From, correct me if I'm wrong. They kind of said that, oh, it's also going to be going on Disney Plus for Korean actors pretty late like when you know the posters were already up in theaters and the 3d models were in theaters and the trailers were saying come in theaters whatever day the day would come out on so i think that might have been it maybe they already had a big theater push and distributed it to the theaters and so i thought well it's going to theaters no matter what so we slap it on this for 30 dollars also or we can just put in theaters i think that that might have been it might have been a little too late too little too late to transition that into being a disney plus exclusive well when did the big disney uh discussion happen it was mid-december wasn't it so they had two months that wasn't December. That was it was twenty twenty one for sure. Oh, was it? Okay, I thought 40, it was. I thought for sure that was in January. It might have been late December because I thought it was before Soul came out. I could be wrong. No, it, I think you're thinking it was before when Rhea came out. I think maybe I was thinking of. I remember there was a movie that was coming up pretty quickly after that announcement. I thought it was. No, you're right. It would have been in December because it was before Black Widow came out. Maybe not Black Widow. It's before WandaVision. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. Ma- ma- that, yeah, you're right. I was probably, I'm probably wrong with that. They probably would have had time. And I thought it was, and I was pretty sure it was in December because as soon as I heard the news, I wanted to cancel my subscription. I was like, ah, oh, just renewed three weeks ago. I can't now. Right. So, um, I, I remember it was pretty recent. To, I knew it was pretty close to November because. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I really don't care if they put it on for premier access because. Um, if I want to watch it, if it's that or it just goes to theaters, I would rather it go with Premier Access and theaters because it gives more options to consumers. And I personally am happy movies are still going to theaters and I don't want theaters to shut down. But I do like how there are they are still putting some movies on Disney Plus for free, like Luca, which is a movie of the three, the one I'm most excited for uh, by far. But also yeah. the one that I would probably go see in theaters least. Like, I would rather watch Black Widow in theaters for sure. So, so I'll stop with that one's going to theaters. So I, I don't mind this whole premier access thing. I think $30 is a ripoff, but I think it's a ripoff on purpose to incentivize people to go see in theaters. 
No, I think it's a ripoff because they know they can get away with it. I don't think they are. I don't think their goal is to, oh, well, it's 30 bucks. I guess I'll go to the theaters then. I think it's, oh, it's 30 bucks. Well, I've watched 23 Marvel movies already. I guess I'll have to cough it up and watch Black Widow. Like, I think they know that they can do it. Like on Twitter, people are saying, I'd pay 60 bucks to support Marvel. Of course I'll watch it. Yeah, like, well, yeah you're right. Some people are real Marvel stands. I'm most definitely not. But, but I, I do, do think, think if it was only 10 bucks, then who would ever go see it in theaters? I take it for theaters is 12 to 16, depending on where you live in the country um, and what theater you're going to. So if, if it costs less than a theater ticket, then why would you ever go see it in theaters? If it costs less than two theater tickets, you'll think a lot of those big Marvel fans say, oh, pay 60 bucks for it. They go to theaters four or five times for the one movie, right? Or they go with all their friends and whatnot. So once again, $20 would be cheaper. I think $20, 20, $20 might be a better price point since you already need a, a Disney Plus subscription. But I don't really care about the thirty dollars price take, um, because I, I I would still just, just go watch on theaters instead. Why would you pay thirty dollars for it and just go watch on theaters instead? It really doesn't phase me as long as they keep making the Pixar ones free. That's all I really care about because they're the only ones that are good anymore. So I'm very but excited for Luca. No chance of like the office isn't coming up for years now, but Buzz Lightyear isn't going to, to Disney Plus for free. You know what I mean? Like Incredibles two would not have gone to Disney Plus for free. Is what I'm saying. I think only the original IPs would probably be going. I don't think they're going to be free because the pandemic will be over by then. But like if Buzz Lightyear was supposed to be the next one coming out during the summer, you think they would charge 30 bucks? Yeah, because I think they won't keep I think they would want to keep it in the theaters. Whether they'd also put premium access or whatnot, I think they won't keep that one in theaters. Possibly. Um, yeah, well, as long as they keep making the good ones free, that's all. Like, it really doesn't face me if Cruella is 30 bucks. I'm not paying it no matter what. But if Luca was 30, yeah. uh, I might get annoyed because now I have to actually like roll my eyes and watch it somewhere else but as long as the good ones are on there that's all that matters like soul was on disney plus for free and dude i freaking loved it i think i watched it the night of or the day after and how cool was it to just go on disney plus and to have a new pixar film up on disney so as long as they have stuff like that like as long as the pixar keeps holding its hand and helping me out that's all that really matters yeah I yeah. think some of the new Pixar shows are supposed to be popping up and down too. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously, I, I don't really love Marvel or the live action remake. So I was never excited for Black Widow or Cruella. So uh, this doesn't make me want to watch it anymore. So it doesn't, I don't really care, honestly. Uh, Rayo yeah. was more annoying because I like their animated films. That one was more of a bummer. Uh, these two, I, I wasn't going to watch them to begin with, so it doesn't really change anything. I, I'm also going to watch both of them eventually. I was never really planning on running out to go see Cruella or anything. I was always going to wait for it to be on Disney Plus for free, inevitably. Yeah. And yeah. Black Widow, either I was always saying, either I will go see it in theaters, or I'll just wait for it on Disney Plus. I, I never really decided. If I ever found myself on like a Tuesday where it's a cheap night, and I had the night off and wasn't doing anything, I had to go watch it. Yeah. I, and, I wasn't popping out the bit for it or anything. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I will eventually watch Cruella and Black Widow when it's free on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah, I just yeah. have no problem waiting for that. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, this $3 upcharge doesn't change my plans because I was never going to watch them in theaters. So I was always just going to wait till it's yeah. on Disney+. Plus for like free. Said, and as long as they're still going to theaters, this whole $3 upcharge is just going to be more choice. And in my opinion, more choice is always going to be the better option. Um, even if the choice isn't a phenomenal option. I, I don't think it's a good deal unless you have a big family and you're all super stoked for it. Or if you have a kid who's bratty and you want to turn them up for two to three out, you know, two hours multiple times, you know, they'll watch it a couple times or not, then maybe. But um, yeah, it doesn't strike me as a great deal. 
deal. Just go to theaters or wait, I think it's probably the better option. But I think it's a good idea in general. I like options, I like choices. I, I don't think it's a good idea, but uh, it's it's a smart idea for Disney. They can get away with it, so why not? I don't yeah, well, think... And also, these movies are coming out until the summertime, right? Both, both of the ones that are going on there for premiere access. At that point in time, uh, according to Joe Biden, all the people in the States who want to be vaccinated can be. So there's really no excuse for not being able to go to theaters. Sure, the pandemic will still be around, but if you want to be vaccinated, unless you want to get it, you are against that for some reason. Uh, you should be able to get vaccinated unless for to appropriately find a safe going to theaters to watch it. So really, at this point, it is just an option for if you'd rather stay at home, I guess, and load twice the amount of money for the same movie. Um, and it more so sucks for people in Canada, because we're for sure not going to be vaccinated until probably midway, if not closer to the end of the summer, because our we're a lot slower with rolling that out. Um, so for the bulk of the people, this isn't really... bulk of people, you know, in the States, we're not, it's probably not the biggest deal at all. More so just for people like me. Well, Quentin in particular, I have my movie theater open. I don't know what yours, Quentin. No, no, ours is not. Yeah, you guys are obviously doing... You're in a bigger city than I am. Your places, your, your, your state, province in general, I think yeah. is not doing Which I'm bummed. Uh, I, I, I wish it was. I wish I could watch Godzilla v. Kong on the theater screen. I, right after this podcast, I'm going to pre-order my ticket for the day uh, that it releases. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I checked two days ago because I was like, I don't think it's open, but please say it is so I can watch Kong vs. Godzilla. But uh, no. That's what you get for living in a big city. Yeah. It sucks. I was really wanting to watch it in theaters. Uh, that's the next big news here. Uh, Warner Brothers, uh, speaking of a service that is awesome, they are once again just keeping this ball rolling of their new releases for free on their site. The next one being the one me and you hyped about, Tristan, Kong vs. Godzilla. But they, they have also come out and said that they will not be doing this next year. No, yeah. Which, which uh-huh. I, th- I think like they said that this is a one-year plan when they initially did it, when they announced it yeah. in December. I mean, it's not, they're, not, they're going to lose money on every single one of these movies. They're not making money on any of these movies, I don't think. By the way, Tristan, yeah, uh, if there was any doubt, the Disney intervention or whatever it's called was definitely in December because it happened before Wonder Woman came out. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because the Warner Brothers thing happened a week, exactly a week before Disney's, and that was two weeks before Wonder Woman came out when they announced it. Yeah, I realized it was because uh, I knew it was before WandaVision. That came out in January, yeah. of course. So I was wrong. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> no, I, oh, I, no. I, I was still like debating in my head, but the, the Warner Brothers clicked in for me. Yeah, I knew that there was a Disney movie coming out right after, like a couple weeks after, and I thought, but it was Soul that was coming a couple weeks after, not, yeah. not Ray. Yeah. yeah, so Ray literally had two months to change if they wanted to, but uh, Disney's going to yeah, make... They could have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They must have done their market research and realized it would have been, you know, financially feasible. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. They just know their fans will pay it. That's as easy as that. They they can get away with it. Warner- <laughs> I once again, I don't think I met anyone who's ever paid the thirty dollars. I guess I haven't met a lot of people because of the pandemic. And the thing is that they haven't released any numbers because they don't have to. So I I question how how successful these were. I think Black Widow is going to be tremendously successful. Yeah. Like you said, Marvel fans are freaking crazy. Marvel fans are psycho. I like Marvel movies too, but I'm not like a big like Marvel movies are the best thing in the world. And games are movies. Like, I like them, but I don't think they're the end all be all for movies. Right. But I do think that's really well because of that rabbit fan base. I question the other three. I don't think no, I agree. Yeah, uh, I think they did better, but not as good. And I think Cruella Deville Cruella's going to do the worst of any of the four. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think Cruella's going to do the worst, and I think Black Widow will do the best. We're on the same yeah, page and here. I, and I think Rhea did better. I think 
I don't think Mulan did super hot. So Warner Brothers, Godzilla vs. Kong is coming out in less than a week. I'm stoked. Uh, are we going to both make sure we watch it this week and we'll uh, discuss it next week on the podcast? I'm down. I mean, I'm watching it this week. Okay. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll probably have to watch it online because exactly. I have no other way. But I, I know. I really want to watch it. I'll watch it online, and then the next time I have the opportunity to watch it in a theater, I will. Like, oh, I'll watch it a second time. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Man, this is the kind of movie you're going to want to watch a whole bunch. Yeah, know? to really understand its complex story. I agree. Oh, it's going to get at least the three watches before you fully understand all, everything going on, for sure. Yeah, and then following Godzilla vs. Kong, there was a little movie known as The Suicide Squad. And to start off this week, they released the Suicide Squad trailer. So uh, Warner Brothers is really keeping this going with all their films. They're really the only company that has new films every month. Like it's, they're really keeping the conversation of film going. Yeah, they really are. And they, um, although I haven't seen the trailer because I don't like trailers, I saw a lot of posters for it. I love posters. And they, there's a lot of characters in this movie. There, that's the, that was my biggest take with it, man. There are a lot of characters in this movie. Yeah. I'm excited. I think this movie's going to be awesome. I think this movie's going to be fun. I think it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be... I love the tagline, I don't get attached. I, I think that's a hilarious way of saying people are going to freaking die. I, I, I think it's great. I'm, I'm pretty stoked for it. Yeah, I think the overall premise is more fun than the original, obviously. How they're going to have a giant slew of characters. And exactly, don't get attached. They're going to kill these people off consistently throughout the film. And that seems fun. Because I think the biggest... Well, there's many issues with superhero films but for me they always just feel invincible like only the bad guys are gonna die and even half the time they are just tied up and oh they're gone do you not remember slipknot from the first <laughs> oh, my, dude, oh my guys the slipknot it was so frustrating no i, I don't even want to talk about that obviously they're remaking lots of movies right like you know they're remaking the corella de Vil. it's not quite a remake but i am um, and but we talked about how like with west side story how, like, West Side Story, the new one, come up with Steven Spielberg, right? Mm -hmm. That's HBO. Not like that's going on HBO eventually. Mm, probably. I could be wrong on that. I, like, it's tough for me to make a movie like West Side Story because, sure, it, the original one's old and it's aged okay, but not phenomenally. The editing and stuff, I think it's pretty old feeling. Um, but it's an Oscar winning movie, right? So it's tough to remake it with such an acclaimed film. And unfortunately, The Suicide Squad has that same issue. They're trying to remake an Oscar-winning film. Do you think there's any chance that this one can live up to the hype of the original Oscar award-winning movie that came out just a few years ago? Everyone still remembers that. Yeah, it's still fresh on everyone's mind. Yeah, it's hard to not compare the two. Yeah, it, it, how it, like, it was a, a critically panned film that everyone hated, I would get. But a movie that's, you know, an Oscar award-winning film that someone loved, I'm sure, it's going to be tough to, 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 to capture that magic for a second time. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if they can do it. It's going to be tough to go against the original Suicide Squad. Uh, but hey, if anyone can do it, I think I think a, uh, the, the, they got a great cast here. There's a lot of great, you know, massive cast, obviously, for a massive roster. Yeah. And Killer Shark looks right. I think Killer Shark stole the show here. Isn't Killer Shark looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, I hope the film's good. I was one of the few that thought the trailer was pretty bad. But uh, I'm hoping. I'm sure it's still You're better. You're a humbug on anything with superheroes. Like, ah, they wear capes. I hate that. <laughs> Maybe. Um, to be fair, like I think the characters, all the characters seem fun, and the concept of them all dying is fun. Uh, I just thought the trailer was 
extremely not funny. Every joke I sat there and I was like, that was fucking cringy. Like I didn't think anything was funny, but maybe they're saving all their good jokes for the actual film. The characters seem fun. Like I do, like I don't, I think the film's gonna be fun. Like I'm not saying the movie's gonna suck. I just thought the trailer, I, I think they could have picked better jokes. I don't think it was funny Maybe at all. Maybe they also just learned from the last Suicide Squad movie. I remember when the first Suicide Squad movie trailer dropped, right? For the original one? Yeah. The trailer was phenomenal. The trailer knocked out. Everyone's like, wow. Oh, the trailer looked good. What? Oh, yeah. No, the, uh, somebody that's Bahumbug. The trailer for the original looked good. That's why I saw it in theaters. Yeah, everyone was super stoked because that trailer. So maybe this one, they purpose is to go, let's temper expectations with a, an okay trailer. That trailer looks good, but not phenomenal. You know what I mean? So maybe they learned learn the mistake from the first time around. The first one had a phenomenal trailer, and the movie ended up suck. Yeah. Do you know who the villain is for this? No, and I okay. don't want to. I'm not, I'm not gonna, yeah, no, I wasn't going to spoil it for you. I was just wondering if you knew. But yeah, I, I think know. it was revealed in the trailer, or maybe it was known beforehand. I didn't know until the trailer. And that was the coolest part. I do think I do think it'll be a fun film. I know Harley Quinn's in it. Idris Alba is in it. He's cool, you know. Is he? I, is he cool? Yeah. You I don't know. Like Idris Alba? Uh, well, he's in Cats. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. He, that's why he's cool. That's why he's cool. I guess. All, all literally every time someone says Idris Alba, I just think of him complaining about them CGIing his balls. <laughs> That's literally yeah. all I know him for. Like, I feel like I have the worst opinion of him. He's just the guy that complained about them removing you know, his dick. Black Superman, come on. That was him, right? He played the, he played, yeah, he played the bad guy in the... Uh, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. 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 I that's, the only, that's the only thing I really remember him in. Although he's been in stuff beforehand. He's been in some older stuff. Yeah, to me, he's just the Cats guy that wanted to show his dick off to girls. That That's my opinion of Idris Elba. Hey, if you got it, flaunt it, baby. <laughs> That's true. You know what? I don't blame the guy for being upset. Exactly. All right. Uh, so another bit of news here, uh, continuing off of Warner Brothers, because Warner Brothers really has been holding the hype this 2021, and it is the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse hashtag. This is stupid. I, the craziest part to me is, okay, obviously Restore the Snyderverse is you know similar to Suicide Squad jokes in the com- in the trailer, very cringy for me. I don't understand why this needed to be a hashtag that was trending. But Tristan, this is now the most used hashtag ever. It beat out the hashtag Avengers Endgame from two years ago. Wait, restore the Snyderverse is the most used hashtag of anything in the world ever. Yeah, of like uh, a hashtag used in a span of like a month or something, like some kind of time frame. But yeah, it now holds the record, 1.5 million tweets with the hashtag. That's insane. Yeah, that's what I want to bring up to you, Tristan, because 1.5 million tweets in a span of about a month, like that is the record for the most used used hashtag. That seems low. Yeah, I was about to say that. Are you sure it was a month? Are you sure it was something like, like, a, like a day or like a week? Like this is a month? Uh, maybe it was a week. Uh, it, I, I don't necessarily know the span of the time matter? frame, but it was more than a day. So it was a, like a month. A month's a one, a one and a half million. You got to think like any big YouTuber has YouTube videos to get like two million within, a, within like five hours, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Any big it's YouTube video, like the, the trailer for One Arm Guy and the Bird Dude MCU thing, that thing Probably got like a couple million in like a couple hours. Yeah, I'm sure Suicide Squad got, got a couple million in a few hours. Yeah, 1.5 million tweets with that hashtag, it, it seems extremely low. It does. 
Yeah, I also, thought that was I crazy. Stole this not ever saying stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the whole point of me bringing it up was just to talk about that new statistic it holds. Uh, and obviously the Snyderverse is very proud of it, Tristan. I think they're very proud that they beat Endgame. I saw a few tweets of them really flexing on that. They're like, of course we beat Endgame. We're, re- we're restoring the Snyderverse. Shut up. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the Snyderverse yet, and I really want to. Um, I, I'm going to have a plan on watching that soon. And I'm excited for it. I like Justice League in general, so anything, you know. I, I It should be pretty. I heard it's a good movie from all accounts but like i hate people feeling entitled to things you know like like this is I a multi-billion dollar company like they, they're putting like they can't just make movies off whims because people are crying about it on twitter like they, there's hundreds of millions of dollars they put into these movies and you know thousands upon thousands of people's time and effort put into these movies you can't just make a movie because people are yelling about it on twitter a lot you gotta make a movie one you have a story to tell and two it's going to be, you have an audience to tell it to, not just a bunch of crybabies on Twitter. I don't know. And I saw people trying to explain how it wouldn't be confusing with all the other existing MCU stuff and how there's like four different MCU universes going on, at, not MCU, DCU universes going on at the exact same time and how that isn't confusing, which sounds confusing just trying to explain it, let alone actually thinking about it. I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't care enough. That's the I really just don't care enough. To me... Uh, any MCU and DCU film, well, whatever they make, it's, it's all the same to me. I, I don't care. I like I like the movies. I care about them, but like, who, who who spends their days like demanding or, or complaining about getting more superhero movies and the right superhero movies? <laughs> and are like who like just shut up. If, if a movie comes out, you want to watch, go watch it. If a movie comes out, even if it's about a comic book that you like or don't like, if you don't want to watch it, just don't watch it. You know what I mean? Like, like, why does it matter who directed the movie? Or like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why people care so much about this. DCU I mean, I, fans, like, they're, they're similar to MCU, but they're definitely more attached to different things. They care more about the creative minds and not so much just the IP. Like, they don't look at Superman and go, "Oh yeah, Superman." They go, "Oh yeah, that's Snyder Superman." Like, they care more about that because MCU yeah. has had people get cut like Snyder. They had. Edgar Wright do Ant-Man, but because he wanted to go tell a creative story with it and MCU wanted to do a more generic Ant-Man story, he got cut and they had a new guy. And the MCU people don't care. They're like, it's Ant-Man, it's MCU. Like, they don't give a crap whose creative idea it is. Uh, DCU really cares about that. I know. I think what happens is pretty much any movie the MCU's gotten has been at the very least okay. Where DC has gone some absolute trash, and they want to find people to blame it on. And it's a, of course the reason this trash point isn't because that Superman is a lame character and no one gives a crap about, right? They have to pinpoint whose fault was this, and so they find someone that's the person whose fault it is. Let's get this other guy; he can make it better. This guy knows what he's doing. That guy is just an idiot. The movie's not bad. It's not that the movie was a bad idea, or the movie was just terrible. It's that that guy screwed up, and if he didn't screw up, it would have been the greatest movie of all time. They want to find a scapegoat to blame it on. That makes sense, yeah. Because, like, most MCUs is, like, the same generic formula, but it's a formula that I like watching, unlike DCEU. I've only seen half of DCEU, and it's a chore to make me watch the other ones. Yeah. And so how the guy that made Batman be Superman is going to save it? I don't know. Call me crazy, but I don't, I'm not buying it. Yeah, uh, it, it was so funny when I told Andrea about the 
new Snyder cut because she wasn't aware of all this hype. She saw it on Letterboxd because it's the most watched film. And so she pulled me yeah. aside and she was like, well, what's this Justice League thing? Like, well, what is this? And I was like, okay, Andrew. So I have Justice League right now from the library because I haven't seen it yet. And I am going to bite the bullet and eventually watch it so I can watch have you seen it? the Snyder cut. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, the Snyder, you got the Snyder cut from the library. No, no, no. I got the original so I can yeah, watch the Snyder. Yeah, the original? No. Oh, okay. Me and Hayden watched it like, like a week ago or whatever to, to get ready for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, it's not good. Yeah. Um, I'm not looking forward to it at all, but uh, I'm going to watch it just so I can appreciate, quote unquote, it more when I watch the Snyder Cut. But, yeah, I've heard the Snyder Cut is legitimately a good movie. No, no, um, I, I've... Which I hope. Oh, yeah. No, the scores is crazy. It apparently is a really good film, and I believe it is. Yeah. I'm sure everybody that has said it's good isn't a Snyder fanboy. I'm sure it is a genuinely yeah, good exactly. film. But I told Andrew, okay. So I told her, Justice League is pretty long. I was like, it's four, it's it's uh, it's two hours. She goes, oh wow, yeah, that that, that is pretty long for a crappy movie. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, all right. So Justice League, the Snyder cut, is even longer. Andrew, she's like, oh my gosh, is it two and a half? I was like, higher. She was like, three hours. And I was like, it is higher than that. And she was like, what, like three hours and twenty minutes? And I was like, Andrew, it is over four hours. <laughs> And I could not, I, I wish I recorded it. Her jaw was literally, all, like, she was like, it is four hours? Mm-hmm. Uh, she couldn't believe it. She, and she wants to watch every 2021 movie with me. She wants to watch all the trending films. And she looks at me, she's like, you can watch that without me. <laughs> I do not want to watch that. Yeah, I know. I try to explain to my buddy, who, like, people who don't really aren't on Twitter or know anything about this don't understand, like, how obsessive people got about releasing the Snyder Cut. How crazy people got about releasing the Snyder Cut. They would pay for planes to fly above Warner Brothers headquarters with tails that said to release the Snyder Cut. They'd pay for billboards in Times Square. You know how expensive a billboard is in Times Square? That says release the Snyder Cut on it. Like, like people got crazy about this. And so many people are just clueless. They'd never even heard about this. They never even knew a Justice League movie came out. They don't care about the Justice League movie that came out. And they had no idea that there was this whole release a Snyder Cut thing that was happening. And so they just heard about this new Justice League that came out. It goes, why is it such a big deal? Why are people talking about this? I'm like, because people online are stupid and obsessive and can't get over things. So I'm happy the movie's out. I'm happy it was good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to watch it later. But I, I hope people just stop thinking, oh, we start demanding more things. And then if we keep bitching about things, they'll just give in. Because uh, I hate that attitude. I hate that entitled, like, if we complain enough, they'll give it to us sort of sort of attitude or whatever and i i'm not i'm not one for that mindset yeah even i was pretty delusional to the you know the the depth that people went for the snyder cut i wasn't aware of how crazy they were going for it i didn't really follow dc eu stuff i don't really follow twitter until recently so this is mostly new for me as well uh really my first time realizing how crazy people were about the Snyder cut was about a week ago when they announced the trailer and I started following the news then. And that's when I kind of dawned on me, okay, people are really into this. Like I knew people were hyped at this. I've heard the Snyder cut was a thing, but I didn't realize how big of a thing it was for some people's lives. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. People hinge their whole happiness on this movie coming out. People hinge like, like, like they were, you know, they were losing sleep over the fact that Snyder Cut was coming out. Like, people were going crazy for this. I mean, all the things to get obsessive about and crazy about. You care about a superhero movie that we already have hundreds of? What? Yeah, that's I, another good point. There's so many superhero films that the last thing I could even fathom losing my mind over is a new one coming out. Like, that seems crazy. 
and a what a reimagination of one of the worst ones. Uh, crazy. Yeah, and is that Ben Affleck as Batman again? No, thank you. <laughs> Weren't a big fan of that, I guess. I wasn't. I, I, yeah, I never cared for for Batfleck. You know. What about uh, Robert Pattinson? Are you excited to see him as Batman? I am. I'm actually. I'm really stoked. I. I. I yeah, I can't wait. I think that's going to be really good. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think it's going to be a little edgier of a Batman, uh, but I'm not opposed. I think it's going to be less of a, you know, pretty playboy, you know, perfect man sort of thing. A little more of an edgy sort of flawed Batman. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And more of a detective. He's going to be it's more of a detective. Yeah, more. he's going to be the greatest detective, not just the Dark Knight, which I'm happy about. Which is good, because obviously there's so many versions of Batman. They need to change it up at some point. But Quinn, I don't think I understand. They made Batman say the F word in the Snyder Cut. Oh, did they? Yeah. Is that not the change you wanted for Batman to say the F word? I don't know. Um, hopefully this is good. I'll watch it eventually. I, I need to convince myself to watch the first one first. I've had it from the library for like the last two weeks. Yeah, me and him also watched the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman beforehand also. Which that one's like three and a half hours, I think, or, or, or it's two and a half hours. Oh yeah, I watched that a while ago. It's brutal. The ultimate edition or just the regular one? The ultimate one. I, I'd even realize there's a difference. I just picked one on netflix and it was the ultimate one wait it was on netflix was when i saw it two years ago oh two years ago okay yeah yeah i haven't seen it recently i rented it from the movie store yeah yeah i doubt it's on there now yeah considering there's now hbo max yeah exactly they make superhero films too long man they gotta make them shorter yeah i agree here's the rule for all you superhero fans out there Two hours if it's a solo film about one person. Two and a half hours if it's about a big group. There you go. I solved it. Yeah. Well, they could never release it with a Snyder Cut in theaters, right? Because it just wouldn't make enough money in theaters. The amount of times you're going to show a four-hour movie in theaters is half that of a two-hour movie, right? Yeah. So at best, you're going to make half the money from a two-hour film if you are making a four-hour Yeah, like, I'm sure the Snyder film's good, but uh, four hours is just brutal. It, it can, can work, work for something like HP, like streaming service. It can work for streaming. Unless, final streaming service, you can pause it whenever you want, watch the rest of it the next day, or just take like a, a shift break and grab some snacks and keep watching it. You know what I mean? A four-hour movie just won't work in theaters anymore. You won't make enough money. It's too long. People don't want to sit there for that long. It, it, it won't work. Yeah, my gosh. Imagine going to like the midnight screening for like the night it releases, and you're like, all right, see you guys at 4.30 a.m., you ever one of those like a hey, uh, those things that you strap to your leg that let you pee, you pee in? You know what I mean, a catheter or whatever they're called. Yeah, because you really don't want to miss a second of that film. Well, no, your whole life depended on this movie. Four hours—that's crazy. I've seen some long movies. There's a seven and a half hour movie on the top one thousand film. That sounds fantastic. So yeah, I gotta watch that. Honestly, probably more excited for that than a four hour Justice League movie. Not gonna lie. Anyways, uh, one more little story here, Tristan, that we can wrap it up. The Nike has released a new shoe here. They do this every now and then just to keep us entertained, Tristan. I figured you might be more interested in this. The Nike Air Max 90 is a remake of one of their shoes back in the 90s, and they just changed the color palette for it and is now the bacon color palette. So it looks like bacon, quote-unquote. Does it actually look like bacon? No, it looks nothing like bacon. It looks like a piece of shit. Uh, they're the same color. <laughs> Fair enough. 
literally, if you show that shoe to somebody, you said, hey, guess what this is based off of? They would guess 100 things before bacon, I think. Uh, they would guess 50 things before bacon, I'm pretty sure. Now, when we're talking about how crazy Zack Snyder fans are and Snyder Cut fans are, the sneakerheads are just as bad. Aren't they? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to pretend like I understand sneaker culture or the collectability of sneakers. I don't. I don't get any of that. All right, my shoes average for like twenty to thirty bucks. I don't know anything about these, you know, like collectible shoes. I've I've never been one for that. But I'm sure somebody out there is really really happy to add a pair of bacon colored Nikes to their collection. Yeah, so good for whoever that guy is. Yeah, like uh, I feel like we were just crapping. Well, I was crapping on MCU and DC. You were crapping on just DC. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm uh, on MCU also. What? I'll crap on the MCU. <laughs> Tristan's like, hold on. MCU fans also. DC fans are even crazier than MC fans are. I'm not saying a lot. Yeah, they're, they're both. Yeah, I agree. They're both crazy. I think the DCUs are a little crazier because they pretend their films are better than MCU, which is crazier. But yeah, at least the MCU movies typically are pretty decent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like between the two, uh, the MCU, like they both pretend their films are the best films made ever. Like they pretend it's the next like 10 commandments, the next great works they will be passed on through generations. Like they think these films are the shit, uh, but at least the MCU is a step above DC because DC films are pretty hard to think that they're good. Um, but like, you know, it, and uh, everybody's welcome to like different things. I'm sure people would look at my favorite film ever, Grand Budapest Hotel and go, really? You, you like this? It's just weird. Well, shots. Nothing. You thought I'm, I'm I'm thinking of ending everything as a good movie, so it's a fine film. I like it. It's, it's good. A terrible movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> it's a waste of time. I would rather watch Zack Snyder's Justice League six times over. Oh, no. I just feel like I got something out of my time. You would watch. Wait, so so okay. Let's do the math here. You would watch Jack Zack Snyder. Pretend his name's Jack. Uh, Zack Snyder cut six times, which is four That's hours four each. Those that struggle with math. So that'd be 24 hours. So you literally a whole day's worth, 24 hours straight yeah. of the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Instead of watching a two-hour, I'm thinking of ending things. At least Zack Snyder's movie tells an actual story. <laughs> well, you haven't even seen it yet. How, how can you be so sure? I have faith. I've seen every one of Zack Snyder's other movies. I have enough faith. Yeah, just like restore the Snyder cut. I believe in him. Don't restore whatever the hell that crap was. Uh, I would strongly disagree. I would definitely watch a two-hour movie than a 24-hour marathon of Zack Snyder. What about a two-hour waste of time? What? A two-hour waste of time, not a two-hour movie. I would rather, like, watch somebody take a poop for two hours and watch 24 hours of the same movie. Oh, I would, too. Okay. (laughs) Like, like... I would, there's very few things I would do less than watch 24 hours of any superhero movie, really. Not not I just shit. There's very few things I would do less. Just watching that piece of shit again is most yeah. definitely Like, I'm not hating on Justice League. Literally, any movie, any superhero movie uh, for 24 hours, that, that sounds brutal. I couldn't do it. But... Uh, yeah, the uh, we were hating on DC and MCU for a bit, but I, w- I will say this: I get those way more than I get shoes. I'm I'm the worst shoe guy, Tristan. I don't even buy my own shoes. I wear the same shoe for two years in a row until it's like all worn and torn, and then my fiance buys me a new pair for Christmas, and she goes, "Here you go," and I'm like, "Oh, thank God! I yeah, I guess I do need a new pair. My 
toe was sticking out. Have, of you, the ever, last have one. you ever bought in a pair of shoes? Uh, I bought one when I moved out, but once I started dating Andrea, no, I I have not. That's sad, Quinn. You're, you're you're an adult. <laughs> I I just don't like shoes. I don't care. Neither do I, but I want to wear something on my feet. Well, yeah, I wear the same pair of shoes that uh, Andrea bought me. Uh, it's good enough for me. So you even on sandals. I barely use them because it's freaking cold out here. So they're they're basically new. Yeah, it's still March now. But like I've had the sandals for like two years, and I still rarely wear them. Yeah, I wear my sandals out. I got a new pair every year because I wear, I wear I from like March to like October. I just wear sandals. Okay, literally for me, I only wear sandals if I'm going to like the beach or something. That's fair. Or like if we're going canoeing or something, right? Like I never wear them. What if you're what if it's like like Jan July and you're going to the movie theater? You're going to watch a movie. I'm wearing shoes. Really. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. So maybe I should buy these bacon shoes. Maybe this should be the next pair I buy, or I'll tell Andrew to buy it for me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I sent you the photo of it on Facebook. Have you seen the look of them, Trist? I haven't. Let me, uh, my Facebook looks been open. Let me check here. Yeah, this doesn't look like bacon at all. <laughs> right? This is the worst bacon shoes ever. And the title of the article here says the Nike Air Max 90. Oh, I know. Bacon. Remind us that sneakers are supposed to be fun. If this is what you need to be reminded about fun, you have a really sad life. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that up. I was going to point that out too. The article is like, this is fun, guys. This is really exciting. Bacon shoes. And you hear bacon shoes and you're like, oh yeah, that is pretty fun. Maybe they'll have like a bacon scent now. Maybe there'll be like a bacon design. No, there's like colors that are kind of similar to bacon and that's it like that's fun that this is as fun as it gets for shoe people like fuck dcu knows more fun than that yeah shoe people have a sad life quincy <laughs> <laughs> i actually have a friend that's super into shoes um and i should show him this and see if he agrees that that's the fun lifestyle uh, he's got way cooler shoes he's got he bought those uh what was it the back to the future shoes they sold, made like two thousand copies of Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's very into <laughs> shoes, but uh, I don't know. I'm curious if the bacon shoes hit home to him as a shoe collector. I hope so. You know, Tristan, that that's the new fun. I feel like we're underselling it here. If you guys just want to look up a photo, trust us. Uh, Tristan, like I said, if I was to have you guess what you think this would be based off of, would bacon be one of the first 50 to 100 things you would guess? No. I would guess Lightning McQueen before I would have guessed Bacon. <laughs> I don't think I would have guessed Lightning McQueen, but... Uh... I don't know, man. They're red, and then they got like the brown stuff on like, the, the bottom of the shoe, which is kind of like when he got covered in mud because he's racing, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, you know what? You're kind of convincing me. I'm thinking, Tristan, the, one, the thing that this mostly reminds me of is a science fair or like a science classroom human diorama of like the different parts of the body and the diorama with the white and red and pink and the brown outline all right well that's everything on our end tristan anything else you want to bring up do you got a cool pair of shoes that really redefine fun to show to people no man that's it all right well that's everything have a fantastic day guys bye